0: First, I want to thank thank my dear friends, Avi and Esti, Esses, for, for allowing us into the house the second time in three days, really. We're here on Sunday for stocking and we've been here before for Fadrangans, for other Tztaki things. It's a house that's filled with, with mitzvahs on the Tyre of Chesed, and should continue to be that, and they should have themselves Simcha and broken every day. We're, we're nearing the completion of the Sefer as shown. we just we, we need probably another two, maybe this time and maybe two more times we'll finish the Sefer as Hashem but the tzaddik who wrote the Sefer saved the most difficult part for the end difficult not in terms of understanding but difficult in terms of applying and he's trusting us that we're working on everything until now so that the end will be something that we can not only handle but that we can really grow from a great deal so we'll be able to continue, Mr. Shem, the future halakim, which we hopefully will do together. Where we began the subject of yerus Onish, of fear of of punishment, and that is a that is a, a uh, that's a reality that we grew up being afraid of, being afraid of, and and we've always we've always tried to. Avoid really dealing with it Because we've never learned it in the proper way in a, in a healthy way And because of that A real major part of our avoidance Hashem is terribly, terribly lacking Oh, we're not again Okay And we, we started to learn We started to learn in the Indian The importance of having five The fives The five points in mind Of what Yerush consists of so we should undertake this in a, in, a, in a holy and good and healthy way. That was at the end of page Kuvav. We're up to Kuvzayin, but we need to review just for one second the five points at the end of page Kuvav. So everybody, just take. Let's just review because it was a couple of weeks. Look at the end of Kuvav, and let's just go over the five points very quickly, and then we're going to move also very quickly through the next page or two, and then and then we'll be able to, to settle gently into. The main, the, the main point that he's making here and then to conclude the Sefer of course with Ahav with Love Hashem. to move from Yirah, from fear to love and to join those two that the Zohar calls inseparable friends love and fear of God are Chirei and are two inseparable friends and one can be a Jew only if both of these are alive in his heart the fear of God and the love of God. So the five points that we learned, let's just review at the bottom of Kuvav, at the end of Kuvav. Aleph. Now, remember that we were talking until now about being afraid of what is in the next world, of after 120, right? That's what we were talking about. So Aleph. It means one must always remember who created that place after this world that there's a place of punishment who created that place, it's not God forbid from the other side there's some evil force in the universe that wants to hurt us and punish us it's the the Shalom created our friend and our father you always remember who is the one that meets out the punishments of Gehennem of the next world, who is it? To always remember The tachlis of the punishment of Gehenem That the whole tachlis The point and the purpose of punishments After this life are not even punishment It's not the tachlis to punish It's not to take revenge, God forbid But the tachlis of all of the Onshim of the next world Are only to remove anything that's blocking us from Hashem. All the things in our lives that we did that created these walls, as we learned, and these barriers, that we need those, we need those, uh, umshim, those punishments, or those, 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 those dinim at the end in order to remove those barriers because the tachlis of the next book <laughs> to be close to God. So it's only, it's only to be close to Hashem. And therefore, that to remember why is it that we are afraid of those punishments of the end, or <laughs> the that one you put this to practical use, that it's not stamped to be afraid, that God doesn't want us to live lives of fear and of terror, but He wants us to he wants us to apply and to use these fears or this fear of punishment in order to in order to be able to stay far away from sin. That we should be able to always be close to Hashem. And finally, meaning that that the entire reason that we have to work hard to acquire this healthy fear of punishment—again, the word punishment in English—it sounds very, very bad. Just say einish. You we know that the the, that the reason that we have to work hard to acquire the yerus einish. Is because that's the Rosh HaShem it's the, it, That's the will of God. Hashem wants us to do that, not because, not because of this like this some um, uh, 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 scary emotional response to an angry God. God right, forbid. those were the five Nakudas. Now let's continue. I'm sorry. I did not get to this one. The fifth one is that we have to remember that the reason, the reason that we have to work hard to acquire. A fear of punishment is not because of any natural response, but because God wants us to. That's His will. That's His will. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Therefore, we rejoice doing Hashem's mitzvah and we're going to talk about that in the next few pages. That we, we naturally feel that these two emotions, fear and joy, are contradictory, and it's impossible to experience both of them simultaneously. How could you be afraid and be happy at the same time? We don't see that. You could be nervous and happy, I guess, you know, a person is having a baby, a person is simcha, you know, there's a, we have somebody in the mishpacha that every time there's a simcha, she's like sick, mamma, days dazed, it's very simcha, and then she couldn't even, by the chasna, this is myself, it's almost 30 years ago, she couldn't come, you know, to chupin there's a the whole thing, and throwing up, and sick, so you go over an interview. Are you happy? Boy, am I happy! <laughs> so you could be afraid and happy at the same time, but but that we don't we don't associate that with with fear. It just it, there's nervousness and anxiety, and Hashem doesn't want, you, want us to be anxious and or nervous and to make ourselves mashuga. So we're going to have to learn gilu Barada, that being afraid of Hashem, or being afraid to go against Him, is not in any way contradicting other other. It. it it fulfills. Our, our, our joy and it, and it lifts us up to the highest possible madriga of, of being joyous in our service of Hashem which is not the normal way that we think so we're going to learn how to do this and what this means so let's continue on page Mem when a person remembers these five components of, yeres of fear of Anish that we just learned so once we have, once we know these five components, we understand what they mean. Then we should begin to work to try to acquire this midah of yerusainish. Hashem wants us to have this midah. It's clear hadavar, it's clear. is yikur haadam esvar haayiskem Those who are able to learn the svarm. Uh, fortunately, most of these, there's very little of this was translated into English because if, it's for, if a person would learn some of these things and not be prepared in a healthy way, it could be really just, just uh, God forbid, it could be very, very painful and destructive. But there are Swarm of course, that do have sections that deal at length with the punishments after this, with the ancient beyond this world of 120 zayis and describe in great detail and also one can make a mistake and confuse these descriptions with something physical and they're not physical, they're not physical things that are taking place there god forbid they're not talking about they're not talking about fires and devils and pitchforks and stuff like that and you have to be very very careful because the because the images like we have in all the kabbalah the images are very physical and one might one might be led to think that these are that this, like a physical dimension of reality when in fact these are all mishalom, these are all muscles. These, these are all mishalom are really something much deeper and spiritual so yeah, one has to know what is fire, it's true that we, have, we do have we do find this from the fires of Gehenna, we also find we also find the Gehenna of snow and ice so one has to know what does that mean, what is, what is fire, fire is only a muscle for something much deeper in spirituality and what is snow and ice, that's also something which is a muscle. None of the are talking about physical things, but you have to be very careful because people get, get very silly, especially when they read these these things and they take them literally for something physical. So first, if one first, the tzaddik says over here, a person learns these svarma. The most famous source for a description of these of these onshim of these um, punishments. After one hundred and twenty, the most graphic and famous source is Naresh's Chachma, written by one of the great Mook of, of That's Chachma, the of the which of course we all wanted to learn when we were, you know, uh, in high school. So because we heard about this and and uh, and of course the Sripa that I went through with the old Rebbe would remind us of these things, you know, and we, we started learning these things and was we weren't at all prepared for them the vehicle disciples the ghamish a sipralashaka and of course there were sadik who had visions and of what was over there and what's there beyond this world kadugma sayam nagasihuda menghis yudaroghis masaprais and a khubal had going at sadik bhu one of the great swadhar shakhamin and bhu the in his sayfa lukas masaprais no there were there were sadikim who who heard conversations and, and spoke to namas that had experienced gyanan And we have accounts. We have svarm. Thank thank God they haven't been translated into English. And I don't think that will happen soon. But a person who has learned these and is able to learn these can try to understand them, of course, on a deeper level in his mind. Each person according to the kayach of his mind to imagine and to try to understand. He says, however, the main, the main point. The main thing is not by reading the scary things in the which mostly we don't understand. The main thing is to daven Always feel, always davening is the main thing. Kagarin for instance, to say, Rebbeinu Master of the Universe, You created the world. And you commanded me to be fearful of you. to be afraid to sin against you. You commanded me to be afraid of sinning against you. And why did you command me to do that? Why did you command such a thing? For instance, this is a simple tefillah. You remember the other day that was, well, what was it? It was on Shabbos. You remember it was very strange weather? Was that Shabbos? that it was thunder lightning pouring pouring sunny sunny pouring thunder sunny anything but snow and, uh, it was it was such a it was such a, 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 a strange and spooky kind of a weather and dark right dark and then light and it was it was very interesting and and uh, and the Gemara says that that why did the Barshal create such a thing as Thunder and lightning? Why did, so everybody knows that the Gemara says that it, To straighten out the crookedness of the heart But why is there's such a breed in the world That, that scary thing, the thunder and lightning many, many have some sort of their children are very frightened of that And they grow up fearful of that And the Gemara says not to be afraid of the thunder and lightning but, but, to, but to know that That there is a God who, who wants Our hearts to become To become straightened instead of crooked and sometimes you need, you need a, a club A reminder A person a person that uses Those opportunities when there's something scary Whatever it is that you're scared of If you're walking on a block and you're, you're afraid You're alone or something you, Or there's something going on uh, if I, In life and you're afraid But not just then, but especially then To daven to Hashem, to say Rabbi you want me to you, you, These things in life that are scary It's not because you want me to be afraid Of my shadow, or to be afraid of the dog that's barking or the, or the thunder and lightning you want, me to, you want me to be afraid of you and why do you want me to be afraid of you we don't, we don't like to be afraid we want to love you right so why do you want me to feel this way so the reason is the only reason that you created such a thing that, and you commanded us to feel this way is for one thing that we shouldn't become far from you that we should not become far from, because the nature of man is, the nature of a person is that he forgets, and the heart becomes crooked, and we stray, and we need to be fearful of things to remember that there's a, that there's a judge and there's judgment. The whole tachlis is, elach is is misprinted. It's Aleph lamid Yudchaf The whole tachlis. Well, Tachlis is that you want us to be close to you. You want us to be closer to you and to always be close to you. K'fisha v'ula'el, as we learn. You gave me a brain, a mind. the You gave me the ability to imagine. And it's very hard for me to do this, to think. With the kelim that you gave me, it's still very hard. To be zayich, to acquire a true and healthy fear of aynes, of punishment. I'll came therefore, Rubban Ishla, Master of the World, Animits and I Khalti, I from my side, I'll do whatever I can to try to fear you. But I know that I'm not I haven't succeeded really in this completely, and I still feel tempted to do avayers. I'm not afraid enough, and I feel tempted to do avayers. Please Hashem, have pity on me. and infuse my heart, and plant in my heart a greater fear of You. That's what we always have that Hashem should place in our hearts the to love and to fear Him. that may I always be fearful of You, all of the days of my life. Why? By they hate, so that I should never sin. That's the tachlis, so that a person should never ever sin. So that I may be close to you All the days of my life He says I'm just giving you an example But each person should try And and use his own words In his own language of course Each according to the depths of his own heart Especially if God forbid A person feels tempted to do a certain Then you have to Very very strong That Hashem's book should help you To, to, to be afraid and to help you to have the courage to remember and to think and to imagine that there's, that there's a world beyond this world and you're going to have to face the Baruch and you're going to have to think, we're going to talk a little bit later sometimes it's a person to, to realize that after this world that every single person that you ever knew is going to be shown exactly what you ever did in your life whatever you, ever, whatever you thought in your life the different serum that we have from the Salaam that if a person thinks about them it's, they're pretty sobering, you know and they're pretty strong to strengthen the Yerasa <laughs> Chayin but the ikir is only, as we're going to review again and again, the point is only so that we should never sin, so there should never ever, ever be any walls between us and Hashem. And to pour out his heart to Hashem all the details of it's a specific thing. Why is it to always Whenever we ask Hashem to help us in this area We have to always And to, and to remind ourselves And to say in our tefillah and Hashem, I remember and I know that the only reason that You commanded me to fear you And the only reason you want me to be afraid is, that, is because you love me And you don't want me to do anything that will make me far from you And I know that and I believe in that And you have to say that all the time and to ask Hashem to help you with this. And all of this comes with a full recognition that that a person himself, if not for Hashem's help, even if we work on this for a thousand years and more. We would never ever be successful In acquiring true the Yargish, And a person should know And should understand And should feel That my entire avodas Hashem And my being successful in anything In avodas Hashem Depends upon Hashem's help And I have to therefore daven And ask that Hashem should help And so a person continues and davens he davens that Hashem should help with Yura with fear of punishment. They now him and then to go in to the particulars of his own life, where he needs to be strengthened, or he has to go somewhere or do something. And in that place he or she knows there are going to be temptations. There are going to be difficulties. There are going to be temptations. That the, somebody, was just, uh, somebody was just telling me that there was that there was an, an old in there was an old Rebbe, uh, I think in Cleveland, and, and her husband, her husband passed away, the Rav passed away, and she, and, and still, even though she was well into her 80s, she continued to go to like all the sisterhood meetings. After the Rav passed away, her husband, and she was very old. She was a big mysterious nephesh, They would slap her out to the sisterhood, and she wanted to go. And she and they asked somebody hey, said, what do you, you know, it's, it's very nice. Why do you have to come to the, you know? to the meetings. So she said it. So she said because the- I know that if I go that they're not gonna then they're not gonna spend the whole time talking about me. <laughs> 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 but if I uh, so like this, if I go I know that at least that I, could, I could save some people from Oshala and you know, she said that someone just told us she said so uh, look you know, maybe but if I if I wouldn't be there so then they'd have uh, they have more of the to talk about me about these inyan. She still had, you know, fifty years of memories of uh, of these in so a person, sometimes you know you're going to go someplace and there's going to be a big, big nisayin. There's going to be a big test, whether it's a test in Al Lomoka, with Hashem, or whether it's a test in Oden Lomoka, with other people. Sometimes you're going to, you have to go Shabbos, let's say, to stay by a certain by family, by, by in-laws or something like that. And, and, and the big, big nisayin is sometimes with the people that... That it's not at all your, your temperament, you go to people and, and, and you have to stay there it's so, it's so different from who you are and how you were raised And there's so many things that you know you're going to see that are going to make you crazy You know, every time you go to that place for Shabbos or for Yantiv You know that you're going to have a hard time controlling yourself You want to be able to comment and to say and to, uh, and, and to criticize and so on And you're going to look at things in a critical way you know that you're gonna have that because you've had that every time you've gone. So you know you're gonna feel that way. So when a person when a person is about to go into something where they're going to be in the Ben so especially then you have to daven for that particular thing to help me to be to realise that to think negatively and to speak negatively and to hurt people and to insult people, when I'm their guest, especially when I'm their guest, and so on and so forth, that that's only something which brings upon me, God forbid, your anger and causes me to be further from you and that's not something that I want and it's not something that it's not something that, that, that that's going to in any way help or change things especially when it comes to the union of older people of in-laws any person that has a little bit of seichel knows that people are generally not going to change especially older people and the younger people think that they're going to come someplace and all of a sudden educate their in-laws and teach them the true way to live and have to be menschlich and so on and so forth according to their own view of menshloch. It could be that they're much more menshloch than you, but you think you're going to teach them how to be menshloch. And that's, that's not even going to happen. The Iqra is that a person should strengthen himself, that when you're going to go someplace, that's not going to be lefi ruach, whether in Gashmi's or Ruchnis or anything, that when you're going to go someplace, that's not according to your ruach, that you should prepare yourself to, to, to ask Hashem to help you, that you shouldn't, God forbid, do anything that's going to hurt anybody, that's going to be in any way an avayra. You shouldn't be nichshol. You're going to have to go someplace, that's not appropriate. for whatever reason you have to be somewhere that's not a good place to be. You have to go whatever. That you shouldn't have shown do something or see something or anything and that Shatia Al that the fear should the fear of God should always be upon you. Like we Erev Yom Kippur when we give a brachat to our children that we always yes Hashem that may the may the fear of Hashem always be upon you. That wherever you go, that you should feel you should feel that that presence of God watching you, and Shavi says something like this that you should never fail, from. and we have to dive on that for ourselves, so what he 's saying is not just in a general way that we should have your signage, but specifically if you know you 're going someplace and you know you 're going to be somewhere, you know there 's something that 's coming up, but there 's a new sign there 's a test Or a little sign, whatever that is that there 's there's any sign in life, a test, so then you, ha- you have to dive in when you go into that to prepare yourself that you should have Cas he says, for instance, Kagonshiho when you 're going out into the street. The, the And you're afraid, God forbid, that you're not going to guard your eyes not to look at the wrong things So a person has for that That the Baha'i Shalom helped me to remember that you're here that, that, that it sickens you if I look at the wrong things That if I pollute my mind with things that are ugly, that are disgusting That that's something which makes me fur, further away from you So therefore, you should begin with a tefillah, with a tefillah, with a davening do you, I, t- I, I told you last time about those Geir Hasidim in the forest, in the country, Did, didn't I tell you that? I don't know if I told you, I told you maybe a year ago or something, but I'll just remind you that that, I had, that there was this thing, this almost unbelievable thing that that, that years ago in the, in the mountains that, um, that, uh, that somebody told me there was a mice that happened that there was a, uh, there was a, a camp of Geir Hasidim and Geir, yeah, they're very, very, very protective of the boys they're very protective of how, they, what they, where they go and what they do. And yes. the they don't even leave the yeshiva sometimes for years. They're not allowed to leave the yeshiva. They stay in the yeshiva. Very, very strong with this. And and what happened was that it was they, they went they went from the camp on a little tour and a little and a little hike with the with the with the with the boys. So you know they they all wearing their, their whole you know the first, the whole get up. You know the long coat and the hats and the the is you know, usually walking out even with the goggles during the day. You know it was a, the the socks up tight and everything. You know the whole the whole thing. And the Rebbe took the boys and he's carrying a stick and he's leading them to the forest and he was showing them the wonders of God's world. They got completely totally lost for hours. They got it was very scared. he got lost someplace in the mountains and it was so hot and 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 they didn't they, the Rebbe was afraid that the boys were going to uh, become dehydrated. He was afraid for their health, and finally they came to some place where they saw it was it was by a, one of the towns in the mountains, whatever town it was. A chais, a South Hills. Where they came some place to the to some village, and and over there, of course, there's some stores. Now we're not talking about a wild and crazy place like Hurleyville, New York. Is not i passed through it a million times. There's not much. You know, there's not much that's going to happen over there. So. So, one of the fellows that was there that when he he was there, uh, one of the there was one of the counsellors told this to me, that that the Rebbe said, okay, I'm going to go. Uh, the Rebbe said, I'm going to go. I think was probably it was just like an, an older an older Bacha, wasn't married, but an older Bacher said, I'm going to I have to take uh, two other Bachim with me to get sodas not for everybody to get drinks for everybody because they were so hot to get drinks for everybody to find out directions whatever I'm going to have to go in and, and everybody let's say Tehillim they stood there in the forest listen and they said Tehillim crying with Bechiz for 15-20 minutes crying that what? that Hashem's law should help us that we shouldn't God forbid see anything that's not proper when we go in there we shouldn't see anything that's not holy that our eyes should be in the right place. It's so, a hard thing, you know, in the, in the, in the country. That we shouldn't see anything. We should go in the right place And they were all standing, there davening and davening and davening. And what? And then the rabbi said that while we're going in, don't stop davening for us. And they went, you know, and, they, and the boys were all davening. The fellow told me the boys were all davening. And they and they came out with the drinks. And, they, and when they came, they screamed out We were much sleep, much sleep. We didn't. We, everything is okay, we, just, we, didn't do any, we didn't see anything We had our eyes down And we bought the drinks And they did a riku, they did a dance Before they were drinking, they did a dance That we brought Hashem, that, that Hashem protected us Can you imagine? Like we, we look at this and we think Come on, this is ridiculous This is the 21st or the 22nd century And this is so silly It the matter, and if you go to one of our schools It would be so much more advanced and civilized This is crazy who in Hashem's eyes has it right? Us or them? Um, who has it right? That's exactly how Azegis and Babi's thought and how that's they that's how they lived our ancestors, exactly like it, with that fear of sin, to live in such a way. So you're saying that we, we, we could go with the question, we all go in for, for the drinks. What's the problem? I'm not talking about <coughs> ladies, I'm talking about guys. Well, there's no problem. It's no problem, it's no problem. It's a big problem. If we're so desensitized. It means so, it means absolutely nothing anymore. The thoughts and, a person a person thankfully didn't do anything there, let alone to look at something to think of something. But these were holy and pure children, and in such a way that they stood in the forest and, the, and they davened for that the rabbi shouldn't, God forbid, be nirschul in anything. Such a, to have such a sensitivity for holiness. That story is something I think about all the time. But how far we are from such a madriga. And how and, and how you could either laugh at, at, at that, and many people would I'm sure if you would tell this if I would tell this over someplace else and not to people like you, then there the people that'd be smirking and laughing, this is so silly, whatever. Come on, get with it, get with it, you know. But but it, but when we're learning Plinyus Atter, we understand it that we're living in such a world and in such a way. Every single one of the women should be crying her heart out every single day when her husband's in the city. That he shouldn't be nutshell, not forbid to look at the wrong thing you don't think she should be davening the whole day that the, that the husband shouldn't, God to the look at the wrong thing have the wrong thoughts the women don't have such nisyanis like, like the men have knees and yana. the women should be davening so strong that their husbands, that their children, that their boys boys have such nisyanis these days, crazy girls also have, but the boys have crazy 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 things to daven all the time that our, our boys shouldn't see the wrong thing and even if you're not married to daven for Jewish men and for the Jewish boys that, they're, that, they're, that they're, they're, not, they're not in South Wolfsburg or, or, or Woodburn, they're working, God forbid, in all these places, in offices and places, then, and they have to sit in front of computers. All crazy things that they shouldn't be. Nisshol. Shatehay Yirasa Alpine and that hey, the Divine that may they always fear you, and that my, that my son, my children, my, that may oh, they always be fearful of you, <coughs> that wherever they go in life, they should remember you. They shouldn't, God forbid, fail. They shouldn't stumble. They shouldn't make a mistake. They shouldn't look at something that's wrong. They shouldn't see anything that's wrong. That's what it means. That's what it means. Because anything there could take a person further away from Hashem. That's why we have to daven, not only in general, but he's saying we have to daven specifically. Specifically for the thing that we have to go through, that our family, so many a children, a husband, a wife, a father, a mother, whatever they have to go through, that, that they should be safe and nothing should happen to them. We're always so worried about, you know, you have, if, if, if a child doesn't come home, uh, the bus is supposed to come home from school, at uh, 5.15. And if it comes 5.20, they're already calling the police and they're calling the school. That's how, that's how especially mothers, are so careful and, and protective of their children. But then they'll send them to all kinds of crazy camps and places where they're being destroyed crazy places they don't mind you have, you have Jewish mothers that, they, that they, they can they can laugh about their 16 year old boys like dating you know 15 year old girls and the same ones are crying if they come home 5 minutes late on the bus <laughs> if you think about it it's, it's very very it's very crazy it's, it's achmanes that we have to doubt all the time that the children that they shouldn't God forbid <clears throat> they shouldn't not just that they should be safe physically of course we always worry that they should be safe but what about their, what about their nefesh ruch and the nefesh the sham of the children? How much do we daven for that that they should be that they should be pure. Everybody's worried that, that that they should be protected, that nobody should hurt them, that nothing should happen to them, that they should be healthy and well. And how strongly daven that they should always be spiritually healthy and well. And to daven for them is the biggest biggest thing. A mother's was a father's was for the children to remain pure, that they shouldn't be harmed, they shouldn't be harmed by anything. Uh, God forbid. For anything bad from the outside, and and how many parents worry so much about their children's education, and they worry about their health, and they worry about, and they take care of everything, but then but then they mafia them and they send them to crazy places, they pay for them to go to to camps all kinds of tumma, to go to schools, boys and girls together, all kinds of things, With their children from the time the the time they're little kids, their heads are filled with all kinds of strange hasagis of, of what a boy is and what a girl is and what goes on and so on. All of these things that a person has to be honest about and for—that's what Yer shamayim means. That's what it means to be God-fearing. It's not a matter of politics. No, this is not an issue of of, um, of anything uh, political. You know, it's just Yer shamayim—to be God—to be, God, to be a God-fearing Jew. And people that say that they don't need these things—it's only very very sad if they think that they don't need it, if they don't need it. if you think that you don't need it. It means that you're already very very much caught in it. Only when you realize that it's, it's how, how dangerous it is and how scary it is, that, mean, that means that you have your If you don't think that it's anything to be scared about and everything is fine, Why are you making such a big deal? It means that you're already losing the battle. You're already losing the battle. That means your the person goes out to the street, the person goes somewhere, not to see the wrong thing, but to ask Hashem all the time, I'm afraid. I'm afraid because where I'm going, I might see the wrong things. And Where I'm going, I might think the wrong things. So help me, Hashem. And guard me and protect my eyes. And for those people that you love, you daven two levels. One is in general, Hashem help me to be more fearful of punishment and to have more your sinish the Gamba Ivan Pratty, and then more specifically the Khal Pratiprat, any specific thing that's happening in your life at that time. Shvabidarko that you happen to be confronted with, Uma Fahid, Shemai Karsalbah, that you're afraid that you might fail and that something might go wrong, Mespalokane. You should davon, you davon. Now, Kurf Memha in Kurf Memhe, Ad Atto Asaknu the Year of May Ainshahana. Until now, when we're talking about Usainish we're talking about the fear of punishment after 120. Now we're going to talk about the fear of the punishments of this world. While we are alive in this world, there are things that go wrong. Also, God sickness and pain, heartache. He's not going to go into any theological. Discourse about why is it that good people have sorrows and so on and so forth. Some of you in Shul Shabbos, I was talking about about the parsha of the uh, that describes the punishments, right? That we just finished in Vayikra, the Teuchecha that talks about pretty scary things. And on Shabbos, I was discussing this: how there are there are different types of suffering in this world, and. And even in the, in the world of the clawless, of curses, and of suffering, of punishments, there are tires, there are mishpatim, and there are chukim. That's what I was talking about on Shams. As the Torah tells us, taris, khuk, mishpatim, and chukim, means that there, sometimes there's suffering, and we can't understand why. Like the suffering of Eyal. We don't understand. He was a good man, so why should he suffer? What did he do that's wrong? So there's something deep and mysterious that was being worked out. But then there's also Mishpatim, that means that there's Midak and agamid. Hashem has revealed to us that there are certain things, He's told us that he do these things, and you bring certain things upon yourself. And I was talking about, most of us talking about the and what that means, to try to learn from all of these things. But, but Hashem has revealed to us that in this world, one of the ways that He strengthens our year as a is through sickness and suffering alone. That's one of the means of strengthening our fear of him and our awareness of how every single moment of life we're in his hands, and every single moment of life we have to be worthy to we have to be worthy of his closeness and his protection so this world a person first of all looks around him but thinks about it as a person looks and sees. That there are so many sick people that he knows. There are people that are sick. There are people that aren't well. This person has some heart ailment. Some, some problem with the heart. This person his legs. There's all types of sickness. bringing When a person thinks. You have to be very careful. And he's going to explain afterwards that to be very very careful that this should not lead one to judge other people and to look down on other people God forbid, because there are many different reasons why a person would suffer in this world as I said, there are chukim there are things that we don't understand that could have to do with earlier lives earlier lifetimes, early gilgulim and other yonim and tikkunim that have to take place in a person's life that are not necessarily a punishment but when a person without judging looks around and he sees that there are all types of sicknesses and he asks Is there sickness? Are sicknesses for no reason? Sickness in the world is stopped? For no reason? That can't be. Because Chazalov taught us, There is no suffering without sin. It doesn't necessarily mean that you could understand what you did in your life, but it could be from an earlier lifetime. It could be something that you weren't even aware that you did to hurt another person. But, if there's suffering, it means that there was something that has to be fixed. Not only that, but Chazal has taught us that there's a specific correlation between, God forbid, if something is wrong with a particular part of your of your body, if there's something that's wrong with you, so it means that, that if there was some part of, of a person that was involved in something that was wrong, so then if a person understands on a very deep level, this this wouldn't start to talk about eyes. If, if there's if there's if a person learns on a deeper level to understand what is the connection between every part of the body and Hashem, mitzvahs and That's why we have Rama in 248, 365. The body corresponds Every every organ of the body Corresponds to something In Avayda's and so, on. so if there's something wrong With a particular part of the body That's malfunctioning Or that's diseased or not well Then when you go to a Tzadik The Tzadik knows What the Avayda is That can help with that And again It doesn't mean that you're a bad person You, did, or you could think of any sin That you did with that part of your body But it could be from an earlier lifetime That now it's come at this point That, that we're getting closer to Mashiach and, and we have in our generation A big, big chilek In trying to you know, the last-minute repairs, all of these things. That's why there's so much yisurim in, in, in our in our world that we've never seen. such yisurim sars, not so much from outside. I'm not talking about pogroms and things, but I'm, but but from inside, sicknesses, modern crazy sicknesses. Every day we hear about something, and then emotional sickness. Oh, Those such a nice that this week we had in our, in our community that it, 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 it it's mind-boggling. Right. And uh, or, or, had, or, or divorces and sorrows and all these and, yonam and sh- that are going on and and, and, and shalom bayis that there's so much sorrows of shalom bayis and so our generation has to finish up so many chesbainas. Hashem had our He He gave us nicer homes and He gave us food and stuff like that, but everything else is a big mess, you know. But uh, just uh, you know, it's like. But there's air conditioning, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so there's air conditioning. So air conditioning is a good thing. But, but the other things is like uh, in our generation. Is, but if the if this one spoke about it, what's going to be before Mashiach comes. And the Chazal say that... But the Holy Kotzke said that before Mashiach comes, we don't have to have any more wars. The horrible wars that are predicted in Tanakh and in Chazal... That are going to be. First of all, we already finished by, by the Holocaust of that. Second of all, the koska said that he looked ahead and he saw that before Moshiach comes, the wars that are going to be inside the homes are going to be so so horrible that we're going to be exempt from any wars with the going. because the wars inside are going to be so terrible between husbands and wives, parents and children. And the koska said, like we see from the Gemara, that that. Children will, will, will hate their parents and husbands will hate their wives and wives their husbands Those muhammas before Moshiach comes, those tests are more brutal than any war Because anybody knows that a war that's inside one's own home is more painful than any other war So these are the muhammas that we have to go through And there's so much sickness, so much sickness That I, I had somebody who was sent to me I was, I was uh, you know there's a horrible place in Manhattan and sixty eighth in New York I don't know if you know what I'm talking about that 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 whole neighborhood is like such such a depressing area I mean they're trying to help people but the, the hospitals there you know and yeah what about it stone Kettering and Cornell and all that so unfortunately, I have to go there a lot of times to to see people and so on and and there was a there was a doctor that said to me once he said to me, such a Russian he said like he, he wasn't he was Jewish but uh wasn't from so he said to me. What's going on with your people? He said, what's going on? He says, every day, your people, he didn't mean in a bad way, he's not, he was Jewish. He said, but he meant like with religious people, like they're all over the place here. So I tried to say to him, you know, it looks that way because you see a guy like, you know, so it's different a lady with a, you know, uh, from lady or from guy, you notice. And... So he said to me, oh, no, 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 don't tell me, I know what's going on. It's like it's, so then I said, well, because, you know, Jewish people try to find the best doctors like you. You know? So so that's why we, we all end up in the best hospital with our and, and But but most of the hospitals are no-from people. It's only, only here they come. So he said, don't tell me that either. So what is it, these chazabonis that we have in our generation, that those who still believe in God are sensitive to God, that God is telling us something and gives us these things to shake us up, a thunder and a lightning, to try to, to help us to change, to change, to do tshuva. So you think that there is sickness without reason. That there is a part of the body that is suffering because of something. Therefore even though we see this, even God forbid, by little children and so on. That the child didn't do anything wrong. There's no sins by a little child. But in the other with the parents, and in an earlier lifetime, all of these things. A person has to remember and think That we need to remember And to try to strengthen our Yos For ourselves, for our children, for our generation This is something which could bring some fear into a person's heart But of course As he says in a moment We realize that even though we try to think of these things That doesn't necessarily but we, see, we see very, very wonderful good people that they have service and we see bad, bad people that they, that they don't have any problems. Nevertheless, we have to believe that there's a correlation, there's a connection. So he continues, He says, Not just in an abstract way, but in a very, very clear and practical way to think about this. He says, for example, He says, look, here's an example you're standing in a place where some. where sitting over there is something that belongs to your friend. There's something that belongs to your friend. When no one's standing there, he should, he should stand over there and say, either to himself or speak to Hashem and say like this, I mean, it's a crazy example, but it's just a way of illustrating this. That what? The person says, there's nobody here, I could steal this, I can steal this thing that's sitting here There's nobody here that sees me Nobody in the world would ever know that, I, that I'm stealing this Why would I never do such a thing? Why would I never do such a thing? Even though nobody will ever catch me Why would I never do such a thing? Because I know that if I got forbid steal it's Because I know that at some point Even though there's no human being that's watching me You are And that I'm going to have to pay for this It's a cheshmer i 'm going to have to answer to you these are exercises simple exercises will be and if I and I know that if I use my hand to steal in somehow some way in some lifetime that this hand is going to get it The hand that touches something that's not that doesn't belong to it that that hand is going to have to suffer. In the by some injury, in the or to become paralyzed, God forbid, or to be amputated, so whatever, whatever way, physical, spiritual, it's not going to be stam, the same hand. It's not, if that hand steals something, the hand is going to get it. Kenyasa most, mehin And you think of these examples when it comes to your feet. For instance, sheyachshav in the I know that if I want to, I can walk to a certain place to go somewhere where I shouldn't go, and no one's going to know. No one's going to know. Or I could even go with my husband. Only the tourists will know that we're going to a certain place. The children won't know. The neighbors won't know. The parents won't know. No one's going to know. Just me. Just me and my husband, or me and my, my little friend. No one else is going to know, right? also But I know that it's against the Torah for me to go to that place. go I mean, for instance, to go to a place where there's things that are, that are preachers think that, that are immoral, that are disgusting in that place. In a way that I don't have to go through that place, and I was but I, I'm going to go to that place, or I'm going to go through that place, a place that I'm, that I'm not allowed to go where Jews not allowed to go. and I could go there and, and nobody and nobody would know that I'm there. Nobody would catch me, nobody would see me, and I'd be able to indulge in a little bit of a taiva desire. Umadua and any, but I'm not going to go. You know why I'm not going to go? because I know that if I go that those feet that carry me there are going to have to answer to you and that those feet whether now or some other point in some way I, in a way that I feel it or God forbid to my children or grandchildren in some way that I don't understand that the feet of our family are going to be hurt is all the neshamas of the parents and children and grandchildren are bound together when we do something, it could, God forbid, hurt our children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren. Great-great-grandchildren we may not ever meet. But because of something that we do, that, that their hands, their eyes, their ears, their legs can be affected by what we do. Because all of these mashams are bound together. It's like one organism. And you think that is what am I doing? If I, if I decide to hurt my own hand, why do I have to? I don't mean to hurt anybody else. But that's not, that's not how it works. That's not how Hashem's brach made us. We come into the world together with a whole chavr. It's like that with Haverim too Friends, very close friends that you have Not just friends that you have for you know, a little bit But friends that you've traveled through the world together Some people have Everybody meets a lot of people And you have these like acquaintances, it's nice But then there are certain friends that you travel through life together with Those friends were with you together in all of your lifetimes Every single one Because they're part of the same Sharish and Nesham And if you do something that's wrong Then it affects that person as well You might not even know about that Only a Mashiach comes a after this world that You're told you don't know those, those parents, children, brother, sister, and dear friends, very close friends. All uh, his kashrus the same. The shamans have been together for thousands of years, and when something goes wrong in one end, the other end you can't just shake part of it; and the other part doesn't get shaken. When you shake one part, the other part also feels it. So that's all part of one it sees And a person, and a person, therefore, a person has to know that if there's something that, I, that if there's something that I'm doing. That I'm, hurt, or I'm going with my feet or my legs to the wrong place. Or if I'm not careful with how I dress. And, and i know and to I, and I, and I, and be careful how I say these things, but if a person is not careful and how, of how one dresses and what's supposed to be covered and, what's, and, and how a person is supposed to go, a man and a woman and so on, to know that even though you feel nothing's happening to me, so what, I don't cover this, I don't cover that, nothing happened to me. I went this way my whole life. That's not how it works. Your signish means that a person believes that it's a chesem. If the baruch said that something has to be covered, it has to be covered. If you don't feel anything happening to you, that doesn't mean that nothing's happening to you or to your children or grandchildren. It doesn't work that way. Everything is with a chesem. There's no such thing. Any With your eyes, <laughs> with your ears, with over everything in life. You have to think about it and remember over and over and over again. A lot. Can to use all kinds of pictures to remember this. Of course, a page later, he's going to talk all about how the taqlis of all of this is to be able to feel Hashem's love and to be closer to Him. That's why like, we're not going to get to all of that later. So you can, it's, 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 this is a, a bit uh, unnerving and scary, but but it's not because the emissary, as we're going to learn, it's all, all it's only Ahav it's all Ahava, it's only love. Because the last thing the wants is that anybody should have to be in pain or suffer to hurt. She says, If you meet somebody that's sick, You should use it for a moment of Yer to take that moment and to think about that. To think that this person isn't well, and such a nice person. to something in my life and what what I should think about to try to fix it after the parentheses this is easier to acquire in this way than from the fear of the afterlife, of the punishments after this world, for obvious reason because Ganam we don't know what it looks like, We we, we can't see that, we can't feel that but when it comes to the suffering of this world, sickness God forbid, and suffering of this world, that we all recognize, we all see what that is, who you are in Muhammad, and we're all afraid of that. He says, of course, the truth is what we see with our eyes, what do we see? With our eyes, we see many things that contradict what we're just learning. Because we see some people that they're filled with their values, God forbid, that they're doing all kinds of sins. Jews, people doing all kinds of disgusting things. <laughs> their feet go every day to the most disgusting places and they seem to be running faster than Jews and, and they seem to be healthier than us as a result of this sometimes consciously we say, sometimes subconsciously we, our fear of, of, of hate and our fear of punishment becomes weakened because you think I don't know, he looks like he's getting away with much worse than me So uh, probably it'll be okay for me right, I've been doing this my whole life and Nothing had happened, so It'll be okay That feeling that, that every hate That every sin causes a problem Becomes weakened when we look at a world And we don't see that necessarily working that way Many times we see just the opposite all of us know, we've learned That there are some Averis for which there's punishment in this world There are some Averis for which were not punished in this world But were punished after this world Or in another lifetime or after this world Everything is cheshmed after Everything is the Baruch has everything. Everything. It used to be that people could delude themselves to think that there wasn't a chesed, but but nowadays, like you know, nowadays you get back your, your phone bill, and like you know, it tells you that you spoke for four seconds to you know to somebody in in Phoenix, you know, for, so they say, wow, that how do they know that? <laughs> you know, I don't know why it's even. I, I was just talking like someplace in the street on this thing and it came out there that, you know I called like some friend of mine in Phoenix for four seconds and and they and so everything's everything's the Kheshm. Everything's the Kheshm Miduyak, Mamish miduyak. Except they sometimes make mistakes in the phone company. Very rarely they charge you too little, usually they charge you too much. <laughs> but they but they sometimes make mistakes by, by the Branch on this. No such thing. There are no mistakes. You can't argue, you could say, What you what what, the, what do you mean? can you can't there's no such thing. There's, there's no, this is not, you know, we're not talking about the horizon or something. It's the banish level. <laughs> so, it's the chesbainus, big, big, big chesbainus, everything, chesbainus, amukin, very deep chesbainus. because you know, and we don't, we don't see how the banish takes care of everything in the next world. Everything's, everything's worked out. So we don't see. We just see and this. Will, plus, we don't even know what people are going through. Do we know what anybody goes through? You don't know what anybody goes though. You see somebody and you, th- and you think, ah, they, they don't have any suffering. What do you know? You don't know what they have, what their suffering is. Nobody knows what each person's pack is. Everybody has their own union. How do you know what they have? You look at somebody and it seems to be, the, you know, You know, I wish I could be Richard Cory. you know. <laughs> and everything looks, everything looks, gewalded, gewalded, and you say, well, yeah. You don't know what they have. Everybody has different union. Everybody's life, what they have between a husband and a wife, and parents and children, all kinds of inyan. You know, what, what, what people have. Who knows what anybody has. There is a you have a person that has the, that has the most beautiful home and walks in you know a thousand dollar soups and is the most put together person and loses them again and mammish again. I had the other day that a person not from this neighborhood came to tell me. He said he wanted to talk to me. He's a person I know from a long time. He's like everybody's an everybody's jealous of this person. Everybody's jealous. He has the most beautiful house, the most beautiful life and most beautiful children, everything beautiful, beautiful, beautiful and he came to talk to me. So I thought it was about something you I've been to a to a mutual friend of ours that he was trying to help because that's what he said on the phone. And then they came to tell me they said that that uh, he's that he's uh, in two weeks he's giving his wife a get. He's giving his wife a get. So you know, I almost fell off my chair. And anybody would say, how could it be? What do you mean, this is this is like a star couple. This is like a, you know, this is the envy of all. You know. When they walked into Shimon's pizza shop in the old days, everybody would put their pizza down, you know, to admire them for a moment. Back in the old days, you know, this was the couple, this was the couple. They were the ones, you know, the high school sweethearts and both from very wealthy families and everything, you know, everything was just right and everything's put together and, you know, gone. see he told me, he said to me, "It, it hasn't been, there hasn't been a day of happiness since, since unmarried, not a day of happiness. Yisuri gahenam, yisuri gahenam Kept it from the whole chaver. For we're all married. To, you know, we're talking about 27 years. The chaver, go on, Nothing. Very nice. each person's gahenam and is everybody has in this world. Any parent that with a child that's not well, Hashem yirachem. Yisur again, again, again. A child that's not keeping mitzvahs properly. Yisur again. A child that's not. There's somebody was telling me that the child's already, the child's already four years old and the child's not talking at all. He's Yisur again. And you tell him it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. He's going to have some speech therapies I'm Good. I'm Good. I'm in Good. In the meantime, he can't be in yeshiva. They have to put him in a, they have to put him in a special program. Yisur again. All they're dreaming about is to have the child in a chaida and he's Surah Gehanim mamish And you don't know, they walk in the street, you meet him in the supermarket and everything is fine. Nobody knows, but everybody's gehannam is. But everybody has the inin. They have a the, hibashraish what each Jew has to live through. That's 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 what it is. And and, and when a person when a person sees something, and you see something that's not well, God forbid something that's wrong. And a person thinks to himself in, 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 in a strong way, that everything there's a chasman for everything, there's a chasman. It's not pushed, it, but we see. But because to us it looks like, you know, uh, it doesn't look like that, and things look, I don't see any relationship between one thing and the other, so sometimes our, our, your becomes weakened. Just the last few lines there on the page. So he says, Sometimes the Einstein the are in ways that we can't see, and sometimes the punishments are after this life. <laughs> the last three lines. A person has to work hard to try to acquire this year or this year through and also. Through, through the suffering, God forbid, of this world. Each person, again, he always says in a healthy, normal way. Not God forbid, not talking about becoming you know, obsessed and lost in these and yonim. It's not healthy. Which he talks a lot more about. He has to be careful, only, only uh, to try in a healthy way, and always with the kudus of remembering that it's only the tachlis of tayif of kirvus alakim only. Always with a lot of daven, always the daven the way we spoke about a few minutes ago. Let's just go over and emphasize. You know what, we're gonna have to stop here.